Talk Radio 77 WABC. This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. From my friends. 77 WABC. All right, we've got um, three guests next hour. Got Governor David Patterson, Alexandra Vignol, and Rudy Giuliani all coming up next hour. A big final hour of the week. Rudy had his big dinner last night, put on by my friend President Trump, raising money for Giuliani's legal funds. You know, uh, Andrew Giuliani came on yesterday. I told you the story that he got called the day before by CNN, MSNBC, all these networks. And they said, uh, give us a quote on your father's dinner tonight. And he said, nope. He said, you want a quote? Make sure you listen to me on Sid Rosenberg's show on WABC tomorrow, and you can take it from there. And he actually screenshot all the conversations, sent them to me, and they all said, okay, we'll tune in, fine. So sure enough, CNN wrote a big story last night, right before the event took place, and they mentioned Andrew and Sid Rosenberg in this radio show, and it had to pain them to do that because they all hate me there, and I hate them. But the event did go off, and I spoke to Andrew because we had our own event, obviously, about an hour in, and they were doing great. I didn't get any final numbers, but CNN is reporting this morning that my friend Rudy needs about five mil. And before the event even happened last night, the number was over a million. So I don't know how much he raised in all. He's got a GoFundMe page. There's a lot of folks outside of Trump's dinner last night that are trying to help my friend Rudy Giuliani. You need to do it, too. So when Rudy comes on at 940, we'll get all that information. But I do want to commend President Trump for doing that last night. And all you folks that helped Rudy, we are three days away, folks, as I talked about a little while ago. Three days away from the 22-year commemoration of 9-11. I'll ask you one question. If, God forbid, the guy who's mayor right now was the mayor back then, how much worse would America's worst day, how much worse would it have been? If you don't love Rudy Giuliani, I don't care that he defends Donald Trump. I don't. He thinks the election was rigged. So what? If you don't love Rudy Giuliani and you live in New York like Michael Rappaport, you're a scumbag. But that man did 22 years ago. No one in my lifetime has come close in any political capacity. And if you've forgotten about it, you wake up Monday morning, forget about the Giants and Cowboys and the Jets and the Bills. Take some time to think about the brave souls that died that day, or what Woody Giuliani did that day, and weeks and months afterwards to make life manageable for us here in New York and send them a check. My next guest is also an attorney like Rudy, happens to be the best in the world, best defense attorney anywhere, and one of President Trump's esteemed attorneys, a dear friend of mine for 46 years, the rugged and handsome Joseph Takapina. Tack, good morning, buddy. How are you? Sydney, how are you, brother? How are you, kid? All right? I read all those articles where they actually quoting Andrew and your show. Yeah, I know. Crazy. Isn't that great? I was like, what? what? Yeah, he actually told them, I'm not giving you anything. You have to listen to the show. So CNN had listened to the show, and I called them out during the interview purposely, but they still 
printed it. And, of course, look, look, you're an attorney, Joe. You represent Trump, too. You could easily be in the same position. It just And even Alan Dershowitz has said on the show a million times, what a sick place we've gotten to when attorneys, attorneys are being, you know, basically sued or, 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 or arrested for defending their clients. That's all that Rudy Giuliani did, Joseph. He defended his client. That's it. And he put four claims that his client and Rudy believed in. Right or wrong, there has to be a criminal intent, right? So there has to be – they had to both know, and not just both of them, the, the, the 18 others, right? They, they had to know that what they were doing was fraudulent. What they were doing was, was a lie, portraying a lie. They, they had to know that the election was not stolen, okay? They, I'm telling you, if they believed it, fully believed it, which you know they both do, okay, then there is no way that this should be a criminal offense because if they believed they were acting to protect the United States Constitution, to protect the constituents, to protect the people, um, if they truly believed that, then what they did was not fraudulent, was not a crime, and, and it shouldn't have been brought. And, you know, but here we go again. You know, we're just back into that, you know, same scenario. But yet on the other side of the fence, you have allegations of, of bribery and, 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 and tax evasion and, and, you know, dealing with foreign governments and, 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 you know, the Biden family pocketing millions and millions of dollars with, quote, unquote, business dealings, which is, you know, an acronym for, uh, you know, working with foreign governments to, to curry favor. Um, yet these charges are being brought with ferocity. And, and, you know, if you listen to the narrative by the left wing media, it's almost as if, you know, nothing that the Biden family does is really that serious. Not that bad. But if Trump believed that the election was stolen, even if they don't think it was, but he truly believed it, he's a liar and he should go to jail for you know, right forever. Right. So let me ask you this. Uh, there's a crazy hypothetical because it's just not true. It's not even close. But let's assume for one second, Joseph, one second that the media was fair. <laughs> I know. But I'm telling you, I've never never thought it was this way. I, mean, I know. I, I know. Representing President Trump, I just never thought it was this of way. Of course not. But, but let's assume for one but second the media, let, okay. let's assume the media was fair and they looked at every story the same way and they weren't trying to destroy Donald Trump financially and they weren't trying to protect Joe Biden. They were completely fair. And uh, they arrest and indict Biden because of what he's done, his son has done, his brother has done, and all these scumbags. And now you've got the unenviable task of representing one of the two. Who would be harder to defend, assuming it was all on the table right now? Donald Trump no, okay. and their allegations or Joe Biden? How easily Donald Trump is. I mean, it's, it's not even a close call. But but there's a big X factor there, assuming the media is going to be fair. I've read every article. So when I prepare for your show, you know, I go make sure I, I've not missed anything. And I just, again, can't believe the things that I'm reading about the Biden investigation. I mean, you know, we're, we're talking about Hunter Biden's business dealings and Joe Biden's involvement with them. They call it business dealings, which is really just a, a, another word for influence peddling, right? And, and it's unbelievable that no one cares that at all. That there is what did Hunter Biden? Where, where was his requisite knowledge or experience? Have any business dealings whatsoever with the Ukraine energy oligarchs or or the Chinese financiers or any other figures? Where, where was that experience from? It had nothing to do with his value add. Clearly, the guy has hardly any value add anywhere. But yet, millions and millions of dollars were paid. It's called influence peddling. If Donald Trump's son, if Eric 
had been in the same position, had been on the board of a Chinese oil company, had been tied to a Ukraine company, was getting millions of dollars for being on a board. Do you understand how they would be banned for the scopes of not only Donald Trump, his son, you know, the father of Donald Trump, the ancestors of Donald Trump? They would want the whole family I mean, it's it's and that's. I, and, by, and by the way, Joseph, you, you, you're just talking about the business dealings. Let's look at it from the moral point of view. Could you imagine if Don Jr. or Eric got a got a got a hooker pregnant, smoked crack with a prostitute, banged his dead brother's wife, his own sister-in-law? Forget about the business dealings. From a moral standpoint, I'm no angel. From a moral standpoint, do they come worse? Than that Biden family. They, 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 no, they mock everything Donald Trump does, and they, they make him out to be the worst human being to ever walk the face of the earth. And this is such a crazy narrative because when you look at Hunter Biden, he he really is the epitome of everything wrong with the privileged, right? With with the people who think that they can do anything they want and get away with it. But God forbid, I see that picture one more time of him holding a gun with naked. With oh. just that little black thing, and that that black oh. that black bar is very little. By the way. <laughs> so if, if I see that picture one more time, I'm gonna vomit. Every time I open it, whenever I have food in front of me, oh, <laughs> I feel ill. Like oh. who took that picture? <laughs> You know, I still have small. I still have friends. No, I still have friends that uh, call you Joey Tight Pants. Because of some of the pictures you and I have taken, and you, unlike Hunter Biden, are uh, well. You're well hung, Joseph. It is you, you, uh, the, the whole thing would be black. <laughs> if I was in that picture. The whole thing. <laughs> That's why Trump loves you. That's oh, the guy's on his truth. Went off the rails in a hurry. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I don't know if you heard the Trump interview last Friday. I replayed it again this morning at about uh, 645. Don't move to Alex Rodriguez. But uh, President Trump was on. He was in a great mood. I started the interview by playing a message from my mother. And Donald oh, Trump brought up Naomi. Oh, yeah. He brought up Naomi like four times throughout the conversation. He loved it. He loved it. And, you know, again, I, I, I had this conversation with uh, somebody yesterday. Maybe been like Donald Dershowitz. I don't know. And, and they said, look. He certainly acts like everything's okay, but he's human. He's human. And facing four indictments and E. Jean Carroll, which you did a great job on, she's still in the news. You know, he, he, money coming out of his ass. You know, he's human. It's got to be bothering him. He doesn't act like it. And, and I thought about it, and the truth is they have to be, right? You're in constant contact with President Trump. He acts as if everything is okay, but he's got to be hurting just a little, though. I mean, come on, man. Yes. Yes, I, look, he's not said that to me, by the way, because he is a warrior and he is someone who, you know, somehow turns these things into energy and somehow turns these things into momentum. And 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 he, and again, I just this is a new world for me. But you know, we, with each indictment, he gets better poll numbers. I mean, like it's a new, it's gonna be, it's a great new campaign strategy. Get indicted, you will, you will win the election. Well, you know what's funny about that? When people ask me, what is your advice? I'm becoming a great radio talent. I say, well, I went to jail twice and rehab twice, and life experience is what made it for me. Kind of similar in that respect. Uh, it's not about school. Do the bad thing, and uh, it works out well for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great. I hope all the children out there listening today. <laughs> Really let that message sink in because that's really the, the recipe for success. No, but it's true. It is. Life experience makes you yeah, better and stronger. Of course. Of course. And it, listen, listen to me. There is it, there's the greatest, greatest 
Teddy Roosevelt quote. I mean, and, and to me, that's the, 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 the pinnacle. But it says it's not the critic who counts. It's the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. Wow. The credit belongs to okay. the man who is actually in the arena whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood wow. and who strives valiantly, right? That, that's, it's I love that. what we're talking about here. It's what we're talking about here. I mean, so it's, it's the one who falls and gets up is the, is the true victor, not the ones who never get in the game. I mean, I listen to these people commenting on Donald Trump or the, 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 the condemning his lawyer's actions and whatnot in these cases, and it, it makes me laugh because these are people who wouldn't even know where the, 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 the witness stands in the courtroom, mm. these, these yep. local lawyers. I mean, yep. these are TV lawyers that have not tried a case uh, and, and, and have no experience, yet they act as if they are the, the, you know, the bar for when it, what's right and what's wrong. Let one of them get in the ring and try and deal with this kind of stuff because we as his lawyers, as Donald Trump's lawyers, not only have to deal with with clearly an agenda, criminalization of the and weaponization of the justice system, but but hate hate at a different level. When we're just fighting to do our jobs, it's a different level of hate from the left. And yep. then it gets personal, they start attacking. Uh, I see poor John Laurel is a terrific guy and I know very well. I mean, they are mocking him and, 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 and ripping him to shreds. And it, but it's the same writers. It's the same audience. And it's the same. So, so try and get in the ring before you sit there and talk about, you know, what someone else is doing right or wrong. You know, and, and I'm, getting, I'm in quotes mood, obviously. But the last thing I'll say to you is this. Winston Churchill is great. And Winston Churchill is my idol. Okay. Success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It's the courage to continue that counts. Sid, you, you're a living proof of that, brother. Thank you. You're right there, a living proof of that. <laughs> and, and, and same with Donald Trump, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's the courage to continue. Once you get knocked down, everyone gets knocked down. Get up. How do you deal with getting knocked down? That's what's important here. I love you. Uh, great job. And those are two great people to quote, Churchill and Roosevelt. The great Joseph Takapina, the man joining me here. So uh, I don't know if you're listening on Tuesday, but – uh, I, I am a longtime friends from the day they beat Nebraska back in 1983 to win the national championship with former Hurricane great Cleveland Brown, great Dallas Cowboy, great Miami Dolphin, great Bernie Kosar. And uh, Bernie comes on the show now every now and then. He's been on twice over the last couple of weeks. He was on Tuesday. Miami had a big win over Miami of Ohio last week, 38-3. It gets a lot tougher this week. They're taking on Texas A&M. But I'm not the most famous person who went to Miami. I think Alex Rodriguez is the great New York Yankee, Texas Ranger, blah, blah, blah. And you spent a lot of time with your former client, the great Alex Rodriguez, just this week. What was going on with that? Yeah, no, yesterday Alex and I spent time together I, you know we're, we're partnering up in a real estate deal um in in miami and and alex i gotta tell you something i was at his office yesterday okay he what he has done is is nothing short of mind-boggling he is quietly become a, a true mogul i mean he's worth untold amount yeah. but more than the amount of money he's worth it's the business he's put together he has people Running his businesses like, uh, you know, like uh, IBM. I mean, it is really a substantial corporation. Aaron Knight is his sort of chief executive officer. There's someone who runs all these products. It's um, um, unbelievable what he's done. His returns are incredible. But he's just really become, you know, when I look at Alex now, I'm, I feel like I'm talking to a very successful, wealthy, professional sports team owner, not one of the greatest well, you know, I'm glad you mentioned that because with a lot of these, and Alex was, I don't care, steroids or not, he's one of, these, one of the two or three best shortstops ever. Right, no question. But but a lot of these guys, like you talked about me and Trump getting up, to me, when I judge these guys, I like to see what they do after their great career. So, like Magic Johnson, 
This guy has, you talk about a mogul. Magic Johnson's had an unbelievable yeah. off-the-court career. A-Rod, too, and, and sometimes we don't give enough credit. What they do after they're done playing may define them even more. And to yeah. your point, A-Rod is one of the greats in this country with that. Oh, my God. And it's so tr- unbelievable, though. He owns, understand, he's, he's part owner and real owner, not like, you know, I own 1% of the team. He's half owner of the, the Minnesota Timberwolves. And the <laughs> franchise, he's operating. I mean, I've watched him. You know, he's, he's someone who's involved. And it's so it's so impressive to watch this. And he's such a good guy. Alex, you know, another one who's easy to, you know, when when he was going through all this stuff, that you would have thought he was like John Dillinger. Um but but it's they actually I was only talking yesterday they actually compared him to Whitey Bulger. No, I know during his yeah, yeah, yeah. baseball started. I mean, by the way, he, he's still a villain. He's, he'll always be a villain here, um, and he can't be happy that Ben Affleck is banging his former wife. But still, but he's always going to be a villain I here. I think he's moved on enough. Uh, I hope he has. I hope he has. But yeah. he'll, he'll always be a villain here because you know he unfortunately had to play right next to Derek Jeter on the Yankees, and Yankee fans for some reason made it like we can only love one of you, and we're picking Jeter. I don't know why, but that's what they did. Yeah, some. I think you know what Yankee fans now still love him. I mean, I still see a lot of A Rod jerseys when you know I'm thirteen yeah, Yankee Stadium. Yep. Um, you know, you still see a lot of that, and and he's still idolized. And and look, so we're in his conference room yesterday, and it's a beautiful thing, this place. And and but at one point we walked, and he gave me a little tour of the office, and there's a part where it shows his lifetime statistics on some mural or something. Holy God! I know. I mean, when you look at those numbers, I know. That's not. It's like it's like it's like you know baseball video baseball game numbers. I know. It's crazy. That's why the baseball hall of fame is so stupid. I don't care about steroids. Anybody who makes an argument that Bonds or A Rod or Clemens or Pete Rose, Hank Aaron, all the greats, and, and listen, and I love those guys. To me, the seventies, sixties, seventies baseball was baseball, but all of those guys were on in, in performance enhancing. Drugs. They've all said it. It wasn't steroids. Instead, it was speed. It was different forms of right. of, of speed. Greenies. They, 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 they actually they actually called them greenies. But that's illegal. Now. I know. Like, Listen, I know. But yet, yet no one. And like, but come on, stop the hip, hypocrisy. I agree. I agree. Um, Rodriguez belongs in the Hall of Fame. If, if there is, should be a Hall of Fame. By the way, so does Pete Rose. And I don't want to get started with that, oh, too. That, that is ridiculous. Over 4,000 hits, not in the Hall of Fame. I don't I care if he's been in the Reds or not. He should be in the Hall of Fame. It is stupid. Yeah. And, and by the way, the people that, that say that they're no good, don't vote for them, I'd love to see their porn collection. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, that's good stuff. Are you going with they ride to a Miami game soon, or what's happening yeah. with that? Uh, like Saturday. Like tomorrow. tomorrow oh, you'll go to the A&M game? game? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm down here, but that's the game that's going to determine whether yes. this hurricane this uh, hurricane team's phenomenal. Agree. Starting nine true freshmen. Yeah. Teams. Mark Fletcher, the running back, is the next Derrick Henry. He's amazing. He's 18 years old. They have Reuben Bain, whose father played on a great teams, who's 18. He's an edge rusher. Fresh, true freshman. He weighs like yeah. 755 pounds. No, he's good. I know he is. Yeah. And Ben Dyke's a nice quarterback. And Oh, yeah. And, and they, 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 Chris, let me tell you, Crystal Ball, after all the slack he got for five and seven last year, is a legendary. Oh, I know. Listen, if, if, if you go on the field, you walk up, and we got to run here, but you walk up to Mario Cristobal. When he was coaching at FIU in uh, in Florida, he was the football coach, and Isaiah Thomas was the basketball coach, the real Isaiah, Hall of Fame with Detroit yeah. Pistons. You ask Cristobal, who was your favorite sports media guy ever down in Florida? He's going to tell you me. So you walk over and say hello for me, okay? 
I'm going to say hello, and don't forget it's all about the U. All about the U, baby, just like you are. I love you, Joe Tacopina. Great job today. Say hello to Alex. Say hello to Cristobal. Enjoy the game, as always. Excellent appearance. Okay, brother. Bye. My man, Joe Tacopina, Donald Trump attorney, great defense attorney. He's got them all. Rihanna, Aesop, Rocky, (laughs) you name it. He got them. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.